Hey, it's Hubaloo. Thank you for going through the 31 days to becoming a better leader. I hope you bought the action guide because the work has just begun. Now, every Monday, I'm going to record and launch a Monday Momentum for your better leadership track. So keep in tune, keep working, because the best is yet to come. Hubaloo. This is Monday Momentum number 13. And today we're talking about a little book that's really a gem. It's really a gem. It's, it's a book called The Day of Leadership. And oh my word, it, it's just such a good book. Um, I can talk on and on about it. And let me just kind of give you the meat of what we're doing here. It's it's a counterintuitive book. We think we know what's going on, but we really don't know what's going on. And do we know why things happen? So it's called The Day of Leadership by a guy named John Hyder. And he takes it and presents it from a Christian perspective. Um, it, this little book is full of counterintuitive ideas. They're grouped with one page or two page um, short articles that are thought-provoking, to say the least. It's things we usually don't consider. Many leaders are way too hands-on with their leadership and attempting to make things happen when they should be observing how things happen and guide them when necessary. Many times leaders create problems that don't exist until they intervene, and then we make things worse by our intervention. Keep this little book handy and just read a page or two at a time. Leave time to think. Thinking is a good and mostly underrated leadership quality. So let's think more. Uh, so here's a few quotes. These are longer than normal. You'll think it's the whole chapter, but here's some Here's some quotes from the book. The wise leader does not make a show of holiness or pass out grades for good performance. That would create a climate of success and failure. Competition and jealousy follow. Oh, wow. I'm going to pause in between these. Force and conflict. The leader who understands how process unfolds uses as little force as possible and runs the group without pressuring people. When force is used, conflict and argument follow. The group field degenerates. The climate is hostile, neither open nor nourishing. The wise leader runs the group without fighting to have things a certain way. A leader's touch is light. The leader neither defends nor attacks. Remember that consciousness, not selfishness, is both the means of teaching and the teaching itself. Group members will challenge the ego of one who leads egocentrically, but one who leads selfishly and harmoniously will grow and endure. The paradox of pushing too much force will backfire. 
Constant interventions and instigations will not make a good group. They will spoil a group. The best group process is delicate. And it goes on to say more about that. And it ends up by saying, The wise leader stays centered and grounded and uses the least force required to act effectively. The leader avoids egocentricity and emphasizes being rather than doing. Oh my word, I wish I had said that. In the middle of that, the leader who tries to control the group through force does not understand group process. Force will cost you the support of the members. Leaders who push think that they are facilitating process when in fact they are blocking process. They think that they are building a good group field when in fact they are destroying its coherence and creating factions. They think that their constant interventions are a measure of ability when in fact such interventions are crude and inappropriate. They think that their leadership position gives them absolute authority when in fact their behavior diminishes respect. The wise leader pays respectful attention to all behavior. Thus, the group becomes open to more and more possibilities of behavior. People learn a great deal when they are open to everything and not just figuring out what pleases the teacher. How can a good reputation be a hindrance? A good reputation naturally arises from doing good work. But if you try to cherish your reputation, if you try to preserve it, you lose the freedom and honesty necessary for further development. These are ideas to create momentum. Let's keep the momentum. In order for you to keep up with all of this content, I've created an action guide. I would also like to have a two-way conversation, so go to betterleader.me, betterleader.me. You'll find the transcripts, and you'll find a place that you can purchase this action guide. It's for you to excel, so go there. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.